0: That's what I call a banger.
1: Hey. Hi. Hey, what's up?
0: How have you been, my wife?
1: Fine. <laughs> Thanks for asking.
0: You're welcome. So as of, as of uh, pressing the big red button and speaking to you in this room, I have posted one episode. Yeah, it's onto out. Onto the interweb. <clears throat> it's real. We've recorded three and I've posted one. How do you feel?
1: Fine. I'm never going to listen to it. So, well, <laughs> I <learned. laughs> I didn't listen to, well, I haven't listened to any of them back because I don't really want to hear myself. But out of curiosity, I started playing the first one that you, <laughs> you posted because I wanted to hear like the theme song with it. I thought that was very exciting. Yeah. And it did not I did not expect it to start the way it started. So, <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, I didn't know. I didn't know that was going. That was special for you, and you gave it to everybody. <laughs>
0: it's a gift to the world.
1: <laughs> oh God! You are welcome. Well, speaking of gifts, today we're talking about "Title" by Fiona Apple.
0: Deep dives.
1: A yeah.
0: Track by track.
1: Yeah, I don't know how long it'll be, but going by. Our other episodes probably like four hours. <laughs> probably
0: depends on how many tangents I can go on. Yeah, and I have some tangent to tangential notes.
1: Yeah, I I'm worried that I'm just gonna be like, I love this song, yeah. <laughs> on every one of them, because <laughs> I do. Yeah, disclosure
0: uh, or warning, I guess we're we're not gonna be too critical. We're gonna be more fanboyish.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, what's what's the f- fun in just diving into an album to? shit on it i mean that can't be kind of fun i guess yeah but not today how can
0: you do that to a fiona apple album? absolutely this not. song is too good
1: yeah hey what are you doing sorry uh i forgot we were recording
0: <laughs> so title title uh, I
1: t-i-d-a-l not i title. can't remember
0: i can't remember if we uh isn't that a pun <laughs> or the the title was a pun on the word title
1: that would make sense i feel like I never that really thought like about it until just now honestly i think i read that i yeah. should
0: have prepared notes on that yeah um I think we may have talked about this before, or maybe it was just a conversation we had as regular human beings. But what was your discovery? What was your entry point into Fiona Apple?
1: I can't remember where I, I came upon it, but I'm pretty sure it was the song Never the Promise. Whoa. That was the first one I heard, and I knew, like, I heard it and I did research to find out, like, who is this? Um, it was probably. It was my sophomore year so it'd have been 2005 or 2006 which was like a decade after the album came out which is weird to think about it's like at that point
0: extraordinary machine era
1: yeah and i was just getting into it so um yeah it was that song and then i got the first two albums i think pretty much pretty much at the same time so yeah
0: all right how was it never is a promise
1: i don't know hmm. <laughs> i i really don't know I, I would have to... I should have looked up, I actually meant to look up if it was like in a movie or a TV show or something, mm-hmm. but I don't... I don't know.
0: I don't know if we talked about this ever. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> now nice that, to learn. Yeah. Things. I don't think I knew this. I, yeah. I tend to remember things.
1: I mean, that was the era in which I was just like scrounging for uh, like women voiced music. I was trying everything out like kitty to (laughs) like annie defranco (laughs) and just trying to figure out what i liked and what i didn't um just because i i just wanted that's all i wanted uh so yeah i don't know maybe i just was like let me sometimes what i would do uh would just like look up lyrics before i listen to songs (laughs) and be like what grabs me here so maybe it was that i don't know that would have worked yeah
0: my yeah i don't know if this is something we ever talked about no yeah two thousand five or six that would have only been a year or two before we met
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah
0: my my entry point I guess regrettably was just watching I love the nineties oh yeah, because inevitably they talked about uh, something that we'll touch on here pretty soon yeah. so my literally my intro to Fiona Apple well, no, this isn't true. My real intro to Fiona Apple was that i I had a Guinness Book of World Records in probably late elementary school, early junior high. And I remember looking, I was starting to get into the music, so I read the music section, and there was a world record for what is the longest album title in the world. And it was the longest album title in the world is the 1999 Fiona Apple album, When the Pawn, etc.
1: We'll read the full thing when we go get to that
0: album. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's that's pretty wacky. Fiona Apple, that's a wacky name. And then that was kind of the end of it until... I watched I love the '90s, yeah, probably I forgot 2003 about or that. four. And I must
1: have seen that too. Just yeah. been aware of her as a a cur- cu- cu- cultural moment. Yeah,
0: yeah. Basically, on that, on the I love the '90s. They cover her uh, infamous speech that we'll get to, and mm-hmm. also the criminal video. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much say the things you'd expect people to. Get yeah. Sort of a basic commentary. In the on. Early 2000s. Yeah, but we'll we'll get <laughs> all to those, good things. Yeah, I. Those were my intros to Fiona Apple until basically until we met, yeah. And you were a big fan by the time we oh, were yeah. hanging out, so yeah. Enter I from there.
1: I think maybe Extraordinary Machine had just come out when I started getting into her. Yeah, uh, yeah. By by that point, I I was all in. So, um, Title released in nineteen ninety six.
0: Yes, I have. I didn't uh, gather a ton of notes on the background because it's stuff that you could. Anyone could just yeah. look up on Wikipedia, but I wrote down a couple of things that I thought okay. were interesting before we get. into I love the, facts. Yeah. Give
1: me some facts.
0: So yeah, uh, 1996. Um, it was recorded 95 through 96. So Fiona Apple would have been 18, roughly 1819. I think um, some
1: of these, like uh, I don't mean to step on your facts. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> no, you're
0: okay. I will. I will get to that for a couple of these. Uh, but yeah, I did write down. Um, that Fiona Apple, the beginning of her break was in '94. She had a demo tape that she recorded. Um, it doesn't. It didn't clarify anywhere whether whether it was something she just recorded at home. I gathered through context clues that maybe it was, but I could be wrong there. But she made a demo tape that contained the songs "Never as a Promise," mm-hmm. an early version of that, and then the songs "Not One of Those Times" and "He Takes a Taxi."
1: Yeah, the unreleased which, tracks. Yeah,
0: neither of which have ever come out. <laughs> Yeah, she gave it to a friend of hers who was a babysitter for a music publicist, and then the music publicist gave that tape to Andy Slater of Sony Music, oh. who ended up signing Fiona Apple and, and producing, producing the title.
2: Yeah. Sick.
0: Um, I watched... I didn't pull this up, but I watched a an interview from around the title era where Fiona Apple was asked about it, and she said that she she made up a very specific number of tapes. I think she said it was 78 tapes. <laughs> And then that was the first one that she gave out and she was kind of joking that uh, she, she was glad that that was the first tape because she didn't want to have to talk to 78 different people <laughs> and give out her tape and explain herself to that many people. That's so relatable. she was glad that it was the first tape she gave out Yeah. and ended up uh, getting her where she ended up. But yeah, recorded 95 through 96. Uh, There's a few different studios listed. I guess first tangential notes is that uh, it was partially recorded at uh, fourth street recording in Los Angeles, which were big incubus fans. That's where they recorded all of their stuff through science. I found out recently Genre contemporaries. <laughs> yeah. I found out, uh, I think it was around September of 2022 that Mike Einziger, the guitarist for incubus, someone asked him about his memories of working there. And he said he worked at that studio for a few years when he was younger. And here's his quote. I worked at fourth street recording for three years. One of my favorite memories was working with Fiona Apple. I think we were both 17 years old. Her talent was frightening. We recorded three songs, shadow boxer, slow, like honey and a different version of criminal. I was so excited when she blew up. <laughs> so fun little aside as for anyone else out there who is a fan of both as we are.
1: Yeah, that is fun. Yeah, I know. I think, uh, Okay, my notes are terrible. <laughs> I just write like one thing down to <laughs> to remind myself. Um, we could, well, just do you want to just get into the first song? Yeah, first. I song. think that was
0: all my all my notes for uh, okay. sort of pre gaming it. Pre gaming
1: it. Oh, I do want to mention this album is so interesting to me because so many songs are over five minutes long. Yes, which like at the time that that was that's just very strange to yes. like not for just a a singer songwriter mostly piano album to have songs that long
0: <laughs> yeah and a lot of the songs i mean lyrically they're excellent of course but a lot of the songs she'll prefer to just let it kind of vibe mm-hmm. for a while yeah um there are at least two that come to mind right away probably more um where the last minute or two the instrumental just kind of it's not you know there's not necessarily a big guitar solo or anything like that it's just a lot of different sounds and elements coming in and out and she gives it a lot of breathing room which is very cool
1: yeah i think it's so interesting that at the time it was recorded and for how young she was and it being her first album that she was allowed to be that uh I don't know if it's like experimental but just free, like that non that like non-commercial radio type yeah <laughs> type of album to put out for the first one cuz usually like the first one you got played by the rules and then the second one if the first one sells well you can do what you want yeah. but this one from the get go like yeah
0: looking at the uh just looking at the track listing right here and the track lengths out of the three big singles uh one of them is close to 6 minutes Criminal is close to 6 minutes and Shadowboxer is five and a half. Like the shortest out of the big three singles is Sleep to Dream, and even that's over four. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. Um, Let's hear a bit of Sleep to Dream.
3: I tell you how I feel, but you don't care. I say tell me the truth, but you don't dare. You say love is a hell you cannot bear And I say give me my back and then go there for all I care I got my feet on the ground and I don't go to sleep to dream You got your head
1: I really wanted to get to that um, that first line in the second verse.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I'm glad. That it's was, okay. That's probably the, the peak of the, the song for me. I uh, When I was reading about the song, there is a uh, very popular controversial artist nowadays mm, mm-hmm, who I will not name mm-hmm. who said that was the best I'm, opening lines to a song. But it wasn't the Idiot. opening. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong about the sentiment, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. I... I I, I, I don't know if appreciate is the right word, but I understand his being a big fan <laughs> and I understand his liking those lyrics. How do you not? But yeah, idiot. It's not the opening lines.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, so this was the, the third single and this is actually the, the song she won the VMA for when she made her big speech. Yes. Um, iconic
0: speech. Yes.
1: Do we have a clip? I have a clip. Oh my word. Is that Elton John. Jonah Apple. I don't think it I ever Elton realized John. that was Elton John. That
4: <laughs> this was the
1: '97 VMA, so she was like 20. Yes. Yeah.
5: Oh, man. I didn't prepare a speech and I'm sorry, but I'm glad that I didn't because I'm not gonna do this like everybody else does it. Um, Cause everybody that I should be thanking, I'm really sorry, but I have to use this time. See, Maya Angelou said that we, we as human beings at our best can only create co- opportunities. And I'm gonna use this opportunity the way that I wanna use it. So what I wanna say is um, everybody out there that's watching, everybody that's watching this world, this world is bull And you shouldn't model your life. Wait a second. You shouldn't model your life about what you think that we think is cool and what we're wearing and what we're saying and everything. Go with yourself. Go with yourself. And there's just a few people that I want to say something to. I want to say, Mama, I love you. I'm so glad that we're becoming friends. Amber, I love you. You're my sister. I love you. You're my best friend. You're my sister. Andrew Slater. (laughs) No one else could have produced this album, and no one else did.
1: That's also funny.
5: Um,
0: Just factual. Yeah.
1: You're my sister. (laughs) It's just stupid that I'm
5: in this world, but you're all very cool to me, so thank you very much. And I'm sorry for all the people that I didn't thank, but man, it's good. Bye.
1: I was reading a Vulture article from a few years ago where this got brought up, and she specified, or yeah, she she commented on that people always misquote it, and she was saying, "This world is bullshit, not the world." She meant Correct. like the the MTV VMA world, nineties yeah. <laughs> yeah. culture world,
0: celebrity world. Yeah,
1: what an icon!
0: Yeah, so <laughs> one of my one of my intros to Fiona Apple was the. Uh, the VH1 reaction to that which of course is you know how could she like (laughs) you're you're young and rich and beautiful and and talented we gave you an award what's your problem (laughs) that's the reaction to it and even then of course they play it out of context like you said it's just that one little line but I mean come on if if Eddie Vedder had said that oh yeah he that would have been like yeah uh, like a revolutionary moment mm-hmm. in music and instead i wouldn't say that ruined her career or anything but it was
1: made it a bit of a joke
0: yeah but yeah yeah but i her that person it
1: aged very well <laughs> yes
0: yeah time has been very kind to that speech yeah. so i didn't want to this isn't something i want to spend a whole lot of time on but uh when i was researching this album and um, there were a lot of very talented session musicians who played on this album. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just kind of go down the list for some of these uh, real quick. I'm not going to name everyone's credentials because that would really make this four hours long. (laughs) But for this, for this song, sleep to dream, we have Fiona, of course, um, on vocals and the piano, and it should be mentioned. All of the songs are written by Fiona Apple Mm -hmm. solely. Mm -hmm. Um, But on this, on sleep to dream, Fiona on vocals and piano, John Bryan on guitar, vibraphone, and tack piano. Uh, John Bryan, of course, ended up producing Win the Pawn in the first version of Extraordinary Machine, <laughs> but yeah. he makes a lot of appearances on "Title" as well. Uh, tack piano, it's like uh, literally a piano where you put tacks on the felt to give it that percussive sound. Mm. Uh, Matt Chamberlain on drums and percussion. Matt Chamberlain, a.k.a. the Josh Freese of the 90s, yeah. <laughs> who played on everything... Uh, there is a Dan Rothschild on bass and Patrick Warren on piano and Chamberlain. Mm. Uh, the Chamberlain is a mellotron type instrument that,
1: and we, I know what a mellotron is, but yeah. for the listeners. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> a it's a early like uh, I don't want to say digital keyboard, but early electronic keyboard that synthesizes horn and string sounds. Um, There's a Chamberlain, the Mellotron, and then there's the uh, Optigon, which is also used on this album. They each have a different way of doing it. Um, Some use tapes, some use like basically records, but basically a lot of the the string sounds with one major exception on this album are not synthesized strings, but they're produced by these keyboards. Uh So it's not an actual string section or horns. That's why... uh, We haven't gotten to criminal, of course, but on criminal, the, uh, sort of string sounds why they sound a little, a little, not off, but just a little strange. That's why it's because it's produced by a keyboard it's not an actual string section. But yeah, there's one song that is an exception to this, but from my understanding, all the other string sounds on this album are from keyboards, early keyboard samples. (laughs) Um, and then the music video that won her, that VMA, uh, I also thought this was kind of interesting, but it was, the video was directed by, I think I'm going to say this probably incorrectly, but Stefan Sanoi, um, who uh, produced a bunch of videos in the 90s. Uh-huh. Going down the list, uh, he did four Chili Peppers videos, <laughs> Give It Away, Breaking the Girl, Scar Tissue, Around the World, did You Two Mysterious Ways, Smashing Pumpkins Today, a couple Bjork videos, Big Time Sensuality, and Possibly Maybe, mm-hmm. Queer by Garbage. Um, ironic and a thank you by Alanis Morissette. Okay. Um, and then before we move on to the next one, Oh, I
2: got
1: more to say about okay, this song. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we can go ahead to your notes.
1: Oh, um,
0: <laughs> I, I guess we haven't even really talked about the song itself. Have no, we, we
1: haven't. <laughs> I love that. This album goes between like songs that are, seem to be coming from a more like empowered, strong, place and also just like very vulnerable places it's like mm-hmm. it's like a back and forth yes it's also just such a sexy sounding album yeah it but really is yeah i, I can I, I don't know the lyrics are just honestly this applies for the whole album the lyrics are so clever
0: there's a handful of sources uh some from fiona herself saying that she wrote the lyrics to the song when she was 14. And oh, it yeah. was the first real oh, set of lyrics that she wrote. that's
1: why next to the song, I just wrote 14 next yeah. to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a, uh, around the time that she was promoting title. There's she made a couple of appearances on Howard Stern, where he's being very mm-hmm. creepy to her. Of course. But uh, she plays Sleep to Dream on one of those appearances, and she clarifies that... She wrote the lyrics when she was 14. Which is great. I'm sure
1: she was saying it from like an embarrassment standpoint. But yeah. my like, even now I read these. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, they're um, very, very
0: strong lyrics. And, I did
1: want to... Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, I, I was just going to say musically, this applies to the whole album. But it's very well produced. Yeah. it's. I mean, all of her albums are well produced. But it's one of the best sounding albums I've ever heard. There's so many layers. Mm-hmm. But it never... Everything has its own place for... sorry i'm getting a a copyright watch (laughs) so uh
1: you're recording uh, yeah oh that's funny
0: yeah there's so many elements and instruments but nothing ever steps on anything else's toes yeah and also stylistically like it starts off sounding like like it would be a like a trip hop type beat like it's like just this song alone is a combination of like trip hop straight up singer songwriter like alternative rock uh obviously she's not rapping but there is like a hip-hop element like like something about her like her rhythm yeah her like the flow of her vocals has elements of hip-hop to it
1: yeah the the singing is it's got like a not to show off a staccato like delivery kind of yes um it's just like kind of punchy
0: yeah like the yeah it's also got that kind of like the quote the neo soul thing that was happening at the time there's a little bit of that but none of it ever sounds like it all sounds just like a natural melding of whatever she was listening to and not like any sort of pandering or appropriating of any sounds just or jazz even yeah i mean this applies like further on down the line but it was a very strong like jazzy delivery to her vocals again without sounding too obvious or trying too hard do you have a favorite lyric from the song
1: oh i sure do <laughs> i i got the lyrics pulled up can i just say i'm done with genius for lyrics i'm going back to az lyrics i oh, cannot AZ,
0: yeah you're a fellow God, AZ lyrics I, person
1: i like genius because i like to see either the verified commentary from the artist yes. or um people like sourcing um references like, i like yeah, that like legit I don't need anything that would be on songmeanings.com. You know, people right. just being like, they're talking about their deep, deep feelings right. in the ocean. It's like, you don't know. No. Give me a source. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Also, I hate, it's just ba- it's just a buggy website. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on AZ Lyrics. <laughs> I mean, it's all of it. Take the sorrow you gave and all the stakes you came you, you claim and don't forget the blame. That's a great one. I mean the yeah, opening. But don't
0: forget the blame. Yeah, the, as just a little aside that yeah. you know, she fits in before that last yeah chorus.
1: Play it. Sorry, I didn't mean to be so demanding. <laughs>
3: the and the and don't forget the blame.
1: Yeah, the delivery is important there. Yeah, she really pushes it. Also, just. Uh, you say love is the hell you cannot bear, and I say give me mine back, and then go there for all I care. Yeah, hot damn. Yeah, just Fire, that extra snaps. little,
4: that little. Uh, <laughs> you
2: can't. Nah,
1: not really. Um, okay, so this song has a little piano tidbit that I think happens in more than one song on the album. That's- I don't know what to call it other than just like s- spooky piano, like haunted house piano. You hear it? Yeah. It's like haunted house piano rumblings. Yeah. What's that called? Does that have a name?
0: <laughs> Probably, but I can't pull it right now, so I'm not even gonna try.
1: I'm pretty sure it happens more than once on this album.
0: Yes, criminal has a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's there's all another over one. But... Yeah. Uh, one little extra thing before before we can move on. I I found a cover of the song by Betty LeVette Oh. From two thousand five. Mm-hmm. And Who'd it appeared that? on an album. A uh, soul singer? Okay. Um, it appeared on an album she released that coincidentally is called I've Got My Own Hell to Raise.
4: Oh, I get it. Well, I told you how I feel, but you don't care. I say, tell me the truth, but you don't dare. Say, look, there's a hill that you cannot bear. I say, give me mine back and take How your there. How old is she? For all I care. I've got my feet Sorry, on the ground. Go. And I don't <laughs> sleep to dream. You've got your head in the clouds. And you ain't all what you seem. This mind, this body, this voice. Be by your so don't you come here with that i got my own to raise she was
0: born in 1946 oh. so she would have been about 59 at the time so she's wow. 77 currently
4: that's crazy yep
1: that's that a was pretty good, good cover like That yeah. that's neat
0: uh anything else on sleep to dream i just love it
1: yeah <laughs> it's a good song <laughs> so next we got "Sullen girl you want to play a little bit Thank you. there's some conflicting information about what this song are, is or is not about. Yeah. But the most recent thing I read directly from Fiona Apple herself um discredits what has been put out there but that it is about. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not even going to am not going to touch on it. Google it if you want. Yeah.
2: I think I <laughs> anyway. have the same findings as you.
1: Yeah. And I like the the snippet that I read, I, I like her explanation of no, it is not anyway. Yes, um, Google it yourself, it's fine. There's so many. I, I asked you if you could find the the stems, the isolated tracks for this album. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't seem to exist, but no, I wish just they some did homebrew attempts, yeah. which are not worth
2: yeah.
1: the time. There's so many. Like, this is such a simple little song, mm-hmm. it's not
0: probably lyrically the most sparse yeah like probably the one of the hardest hitting oh yeah saying a lot for
1: Fiona <laughs> <laughs> you know. yeah but there's so many layers going on like she repeats this chorus bit so many times mm-hmm. but it's just like more and more is added to it and it's yeah. just like i don't have the words uh, this <laughs> might
0: dumb. be i don't know if this is a hot take but instrumentally this may be my favorite on the album i mean there's some contenders but the uh this will sound cheesy, but it, like it really simulates the feeling of being in uh, like underwater. That's what which, I was going to say. Which like it this reflects part, the lyrics.
1: Yeah, like this part as she's going, it kind of feels like she's being swallowed up. Like yeah. in my head, it's it like feels being swallowed like, up by water.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or like, like in a zero gravity chamber or yeah. something, <laughs> but it's not. It's not hitting you over the head with it like, you know, under the waves.
1: Yeah, it's not like
0: and then it's piping psh, in some ocean yeah, sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's subtle enough to yeah. make it very effective. And there's uh, again the musicians we have here. It's um, Fiona Apple singing and playing piano, also playing the Optigon, which again is kind of simulating some of the stranger sounds. John Bryan guitar vibraphone dulcetone, which is another. A kind of mallet instrument and the marimba again, another mallet instrument. Matt Chamberlain on drums. I'm going to say his name wrong, but Greg Lees on the pedal steel, which the pedal steel I feel like is very important to the song. Greg Richling on bass and then Patrick Warren on the Chamberlain. Mm. Yeah, it's I don't know. Do you have a favorite song, song? on the album? I mean, we can we can yes. get to it when we get there. <laughs> yeah. I was having a hard time picking a favorite. I do. Mine might. <clears throat> mine seemed to change every day. Yeah. But there was definitely a day earlier this week where I was saying "Sullen Girl" is my favorite. I don't think that's the case today, but I can make a case for any one of these songs.
1: I wrote down the timestamp of two thirty, and I don't know why. Okay, I must have been wanting to talk about the part that we talked about because this is the part uh, that comes to mind when we talk about sounding like or the feeling of being in water. I just wrote yeah. down sounds next yeah. to my yeah, yeah, just all the layers building <laughs> yeah. on each other,
0: and her vocal <laughs> getting more dramatic to match it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow there's so many things going on, but it's so like the production is so so clear. Mm-hmm. Like her voice still comes through as it needs to. Can pick apart the drums and the bass and all these like interesting little sounds. It's yeah. not muddy and it's not, but it also doesn't sound too sterile. Mm-hmm. It sounds extremely organic. Like it's, I can't like drive the the point <laughs> too far, but it's yeah, it's such a well done album.
1: I I will say I listened to this album probably. Maybe 10 times in the last
0: week yeah, to same. prepare
1: for this. And not once did I think, oh, I'm tired of listening to this. Every yeah, time same. I listened to it, it was a treat.
2: Yeah.
0: Like there are some albums that that hit you right away, but then they have sort of a short shelf life. And then there are some albums that don't grab you right away, mm-hmm. but then they they grow on you over time. And then probably some of my favorite albums are the ones where they hit you right away. But then they also continue to reveal themselves over time. And that's, this is definitely, any Fiona Apple album is like that, but this one is definitely one of them. It's a gift that keeps giving.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I've never listened to this album so, like, not critically, but... Just Intently. yeah, I was like really in tune. I was really paying attention because it's like yeah. I got to find out something to talk about other than just like oh, I love this song, which I'm I'm still yeah. doing by the way. I think yeah. I've said it with both, but um, I'm kind of I'm I'm I don't know. Sometimes listening too close can ruin something, but it was it was really interesting because. yeah you know on I mean I don't know how many times in my life I've listened to this album so many but there are things I never really like picked out because I was just listening as a whole and not like super close Mm -hmm. um yeah there's a lot of little hidden treats in here
0: yeah Uh, do you want to move on to the next song
1: yeah now we've got shadow boxer which was the first single on the album So I think this is the first song on the album that where she, I don't know. She only did it on this album where she drops into a very like low voice Mm -hmm. that sounds, I don't know. It doesn't sound goofy, but it's like, it's, you can tell she's trying, (laughs) you know, it's not like a natural, it's not natural for her to go that low. She's she's pushing it. Yeah. She's, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit here but there's other songs where she really does it (laughs) and it's I don't know I never again it all always sounded fine like it always Mm -hmm. I don't know even when she's doing that somehow it still sounds genuine Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, this may be out of the three big singles from this album um, this Sleep to Dream and Criminal again this might change tomorrow but this may be my favorite out of those three
1: yeah i like this one a lot
0: it's a very good song uh yeah as you said it was the first single i have it that this was performed on snl but i couldn't Mm. find the video Mm. Uh, so i'd like to see that someday i mean yeah i even tried to look do a quick like search outside of youtube but i couldn't find it quickly but i also didn't look as hard as i could have uh the music video real quick was directed by jim gable um, some other videos that he recorded were Danzig's Mother, <laughs> uh, Fastball Out of My Head, Savage Garden, The Animal Song, oh my God. John Mayer, Your Body is a Wonderland, no, The Chicks Landslide, nice. a couple videos for Dwight Yoakum, mm-hmm. and the majority of the 80s and 90s videos for the Rolling Stones. That's great. We have, again, Fiona on vocals and piano, John Bryan, oh. vibraphone, and tack piano. Danny Frankel on drums, Greg Richling on the bass, and Patrick Warren on the Chamberlain.
1: <laughs> do you have any timestamps for this?
0: I do. We just passed okay. it, so I'll go right back to it.
3: So darling, I just want to stay Just
0: I wanted to play that part because vocally it kind of goes back to what you were saying about the low end mm-hmm. but also she's getting into that sort of not belting territory but that a little bit of that higher, like more projecting end, mm-hmm. that swooshy sound going into that pre-chorus. The little it's the, the uh, second half of the second verse, and that little bit where the uh, the drums lay off the snare. It has that little hiccup thing. Mm-hmm. It's the only part in the song where it does it. Mm-hmm. Everything like lays back just a slight bit to like accentuate her vocal. That's maybe the my favorite part of the song.
1: I- I just love this song. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I mean, just even the imagery of—it's of, just so freaking clever. You made me a—oh my god! Yeah. Like my timestamps, three
4: fifty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: she really leads into it here.
4: Boxer, I
3: wanna be ready for what to do. And well, I've been
4: weighing it along because I don't know where you make your move.
1: I love the part. Oh, and then just like the instrumentation at the end here.
0: Just plays out for a yeah, minute. Yeah, it's
1: like the wah whir and the wooshy whoos. But that part where she, I think it's the word don't, where it like peaks a bit.
0: Yeah, you can and hear it they clipping left it. a little bit. Yes.
1: Yep. Oh, that is that what it's called? Clipping? Um, is peaks not the right goes phrasing? Goes into the red. Is peak, peak not right? <laughs> I, I think it, it applies <laughs> okay. both ways. Okay, terminology right. Peak, yeah. Uh, I think she pretty consistently has done distorts Mm, stuff like that where you know i think the the, a regular person would maybe like do it again yeah some later albums are moments like that too where but she has left it and i think it's so interesting yeah you can really feel it you know
0: yeah that's a good example of from there the song just plays out for close to a minute of just the instruments like you said just mm-hmm. it's not even like a big flashy arena rock guitar solo it's just little bits of the uh like the synthesized not synthesized the uh the keyboard strings I should mm-hmm. say coming in and out and then maybe a little a little guitar lick that comes in and out just a little taste of everything which makes me wonder how how this was recorded like if if all of these people were just playing in a room together mm-hmm. and then they just got the best take or comped things or muted things where it needed to be or if they got a basic track of piano bass and drums and then layered everything else on top yeah like it really makes me wonder how how this was arranged the way it is because it's so well done
1: well you'll have to send your questions into the fiona apple rocks tumblr and maybe she'll answer the questions maybe (laughs) i all man I don't know if it's a juxtaposition, but that's the only word I can think of of the lyrics and the delivery. Cause like the lyrics, uh, example. Yes. If I let you get too close, you'll set your spell on me just in case I don't come through. I, I was on to every play I just wanted you. They're very like yes. soft and and sad, but the delivery is no, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> like, look out, I'm ready to swing. Yeah. <laughs> not those so were,
0: that was the section I wanted yeah. to point out as well. Yeah. Were there any lyrics in Sullen girl that you wanted to point out? Just the whole song, the whole song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not very, it's yeah. It's like I was saying, it's probably the most lyrically sparse. Yeah. So everything that's in it hits pretty Intensely,
1: yeah, I think just like the repeating of it's calm under the waves in the blue of my oblivion with the sounds and it keeps yeah. building all of that, yeah
0: yeah um i I also didn't realize like you were talking about listening to this album more intently in preparation for this, and I didn't realize until I was listening to it over this last week how in subtle ways i've uh not just me but like bands I've been in, and different projects have like. Attempted to write this song. You know? I guess that's the best way I can put it.
2: What do you
5: mean? It's like
0: trying to write your own shadow boxer. Yeah. Why wouldn't someone want to? Yeah. But out of any Fiona Apple song, it's like this might be the one where I can point to a couple of times where it's like I've been involved in times where it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's maybe what we were trying to aim Mm -hmm. for.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And on the... I don't know, the, the themes of the album I think are very heavily like, they all seem to be about relationships. And again, going back and forth between being like, <laughs> <laughs> being, I don't know, strong in it and then also being very soft in it. Mm-hmm. And this song is like a mix of both, which I yeah. think is interesting. Like Sleep to Dream was like a stronger one, Sullen Girl, a softer one, this one, a mix. Mm-hmm.
0: It's all very relatable. Yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. It's just the du- dichotomy of man, yeah. angel and devil. Right.
0: <laughs> so speaking of <laughs> oh, angel and I devil, I didn't even
1: do that on purpose.
0: <laughs> are we ready to move on? Yeah. To let's
1: go to criminal criminal. Surprisingly, the fifth single who would have thought. Goddamn. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a the spooky piano. Can you can you go back again? Just listen to that opening bass line. I love it. Is that a bass? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What's that?
0: That would be the Chamberlain.
1: Oh hell yeah.
3: What's that? Chamberlain (laughs)
1: One of those songs that for as popular as it was and is, as many times as I've heard it, it I don't get I don't get tired of it. It's yeah, such a good neither. song, it's so cheeky, yeah. Love it. Also, listening to this song as like a 16 year old, oh, yeah. I mean, most of this album, like I feel too stupid for it now, most of the time, but I was definitely like, I didn't understand, I wasn't wise enough, but I'm glad yeah. I had it, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, I I have it that um, I guess Fiona. Fiona (laughs) can't speak her name. Fiona wrote this song in about forty five minutes. Crazy because she was requested to to have a hit on the album, so she wrote "Criminal."
1: Does she? Are there? uh, I don't know if they're harmonies, but or is it like a layered vocal on this one? Or am I misremembering?
0: It sounds like maybe, maybe in the chorus, she yeah. either double tracked herself yeah, or there's it. some sort of double like track. delay on her vocal. Yeah, but this there's, is
1: the first song. I think isn't it? This is the first song that has that. On the album. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Was, which is interesting. Yeah, I
0: was thinking um, it's a pretty, pretty light on harmonies. Yeah, the whole album, album as a whole. There mm-hmm. are some coming yeah. up, but yeah, I I do think this is the first song that has any any sort of double tracking or whether genuine or you know whether she actually tracked the chorus twice or whether they did some sort of delay yeah. to, to make it sound that way to flesh out the track yeah really the for as many things going on here all we have instrumentally are it's drums bass guitar piano and the chamberlain is doing a lot of the heavy lifting i also have it here that according to the credits on wikipedia i couldn't Verify this through Actual credits in the liner notes because I couldn't find any on the actual album But Patrick Warren plays the piano apparently Fiona is just credited for vocals. Interesting.
2: Yeah
1: banging it out. Yeah, um, I In the vulture article that I talked about earlier. That's those that from a few years ago um, They talked about this music video um, Infamous music video. Yeah, um, so the question was I remember when the video came out it was such a flashpoint for this very specific male-dominated shitty discourse People fixated on your body and perceived sexuality using phrases like heroin chic and dubbing your performance pornographic What do you think about when you watch the video now? Um, And she says that she hasn't watched it in a while and she's friends with the director and everything was just set up when she got there She didn't get the treatment of the video beforehand Um, (laughs) This is my the quote I like they were expecting somebody to come up and be like, yeah, I'm sexy. I'm stripping versus somebody being like, I'm sad.
0: <laughs> Which I think makes the video. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's.
1: Oh, that part.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great.
1: <laughs> what is that? That
0: the, That's the Chamberlain. Okay. Like a flute setting, probably. Wow. Yeah, the uh, the music video is directed by Mark Romanek. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a ton of videos, so just reading down the list because there are some interesting ones. In Vogue, Free Your Mind, Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way, a couple David Bowie videos from the early 90s, Nine Inch Nails Closer, R.E.M. Strange Currencies, which is not a big hit, but it's one of my favorite R.E.M. songs, oh, so okay. I wanted to mention it. Scream by Michael and Janet Jackson, which is another song I like. Eels, Novocaine for the Soul, Weezer, El Scorcho, <laughs> Beck, Devil's Haircut, Macy Gray, I Try, No Doubt, Hella Good, Audio Slave, Cochise, Johnny Cash Hurt, which is huge, of mm-hmm. course, um, Chili Peppers, Can't Stop, Jay Z, 99 Problems, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, and Criminal.
1: I also like that pretty much the last whole minute of the song is just, again, instrumental.
0: Just grooving, yeah. 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 You got that little a, uh little melody that comes in and out, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. just
1: it's a hit. She
0: just lets it ride out. It's yeah, yeah it's almost a six minute song it's <laughs> probably her biggest hit. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just uh, let her let her do it.
0: Yeah. Also one in M T V VMA. You got, apparently you got a clip? I got a couple clips. Oh wow. I got three different things to play related to this song. Okay. So the first thing is this was apparently one of the last two videos that Beavis and Butthead reviewed oh, yeah. in their initial run. Yeah
4: you know but this looks kind of like your uncle's house yeah (laughs) my uncle kicks ass (laughs) no i've seen this yeah i've seen this (laughs) me is the longest Calvin Klein commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it's got that, um, that, um, that heroin chick. No, <laughs> dumbass. It's called heroin chic. Heroin chic? What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like her butt cheeks or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you do see her butt cheeks in the... <laughs> Yeah, yeah not and, um, and it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Remember on the video rewards, when this chick, like, got up and started saying, like, the whole world was a bunch of, like, turds and poo-poo and stuff?
0: (laughs) And then it cuts out there. I can only imagine what they say after that.
1: (laughs) excellent review. Yeah, until the uh, reboot in 2011. That was one of the last ones in the last episode.
0: So, while looking for stems, I found this interesting thing, which... It is credited as a demo version hmm. of Criminal. Uh, it definitely has a different vocal, which certainly sounds to be Fiona Apple. It's very sparse. It's just her voice and piano, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything verifying it, so I just wanted hmm. to play a little bit of okay. that.
1: Okay, let's see what it is. Just some weirdo on the internet doing whatever?
0: Could be.
3: with a delicate man And it's a sad, sad world When a girl will break a boy just because she can Don't you tell me to the night I've done wrong and I want to suffer for my sins I come to you cause I need guidance to be true And I just don't know where to begin
1: It sounds more like a like a, bluesy church song. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounds, definitely sounds like her. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting. There's not really any any background to this that I could Again, find. You gotta, you
1: gotta ask the Fiona Apple Rocks Tumblr. I'm gonna have to. Get the info.
0: Uh, one other thing I wanted to play real fast mm-hmm. is a cover of this song by Natalie Cole.
1: Oh yeah, I read that she did a cover of this. Yeah, for example, though. Let's hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man. And it's a sad
1: I think that's the only cover of criminal. I'll allow no one yeah. else. No one else.
0: can. Touch it's good. It. Yeah. 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 It took me by surprise when I first heard it. Does that slide in the family yeah. stone? Like, yeah, 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 yeah that thing. Uh, any, what are your thoughts on criminal? Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she wrote it in 45 minutes to have a hit. Like that's, she did it she doesn't seem to hate the song no because you know sometimes you have artists who who write mm-hmm. their obligatory hit and then just disown it but yeah she played no. it when we saw her
1: yeah good song yeah classic
0: yeah yeah i'm like you i don't get tired of it they i hear it on the radio every once in a while i still get stoked every time yeah and they play the full song too yeah. not a radio the edit full or anything
1: out- instrumental outro and everything yeah a quick aside yes. uh
0: these singles I, I looked up to see if there are any interesting B-sides. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's...
1: Just like radio versions. Radio <laughs> versions. Yeah. Uh, the Macarena mix. Yeah, the
0: Macarena mix. Yeah, it's either going to be a radio edit and then the al- full album version. Sometimes it would just be another song from the album. Usually they seem to pick like Never as a Promise and Pale September as other B-sides. Or it would be like live versions of various songs. It seemed to depend on the country you're in, what B-sides you got, but it usually stuck to that. There's not any like secret non-album B-side <laughs> on any of these. No, we can go ahead and move on to the next okay. one.
1: Yeah, next we got Slow Like Honey, which is the second single on the album, which I think is very interesting.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, before I play it, I, I tried to do some research and it, from what I could tell, it might've been, there were three like promo singles and hmm. then three sort of full ones. treatment singles.
4: Interesting.
0: Usually, Wikipedia
4: you clarifies.
1: Know.
0: Anyone, Anyone can <laughs> edit. <laughs> so I looked on. I looked on Discogs and it it appeared just on on the surface that Sleep to Dream, Shadow Boxer, and Criminal were like the three singles got that got the big push, mm-hmm. and then. Slow Like Honey, First Taste, and Never Was a Promise were like promo singles. Hmm. But two of those songs still got videos. Yeah. So anyway, who knows? Uh yeah, Slow Like Honey.
3: Your
5: heart will not oblige you
1: Another song where she really drops into the, the low register. Yeah, I just gotta say this might be the sexiest song ever. Maybe it's, it's so sexy and sultry. Yeah, and it's just too much. I <laughs> and I know it's called slow like honey, and it, but it really is. Yeah, it's just it's it's so sexy.
0: Yeah, it takes it takes its time to. It's like I'm in its a thing romance a, novel. Yeah, it's th- the longest song in the album. It's just under six minutes.
1: Yeah, she's she's edging. Yeah. <laughs> the, this th- this ly- this this ly- lyric that we just heard. Oh my god! I'll let you. Oh my god! I f- I'm gonna blush <laughs> reading this. Oh, we
0: should have played this on the Valentine's Day <laughs> yeah. playlist.
1: Too horny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bonk.
1: I'll let you see me. I'll covet your regard. I'll invade your demeanor and you'll yield to me like a scent in the breeze and you'll wonder what it is about me. Like, how? What? It, how How do you get that confident to write these lyrics?
0: Also, probably being a teenager. At it's time. a
1: teenager. I, believe, I don't understand most of this now.
0: <laughs> I believe this was the song where she was quoted as saying this is the first song she wrote for the album. That's crazy. I don't know what... You know, if that pins it to maybe 95 ish, but still that would have made her 17 or
1: 18. Okay, I knew that this song actually did reference edging. So I stretch myself (laughs) across like a bridge and I pull you to the edge and you stand there waiting. Oh, she's saying it right now. I'll let her say it. Sorry.
3: Satisfy the story shall I release you? Must I release you? As I rise to meet my glory?
1: I mean, I mean my
3: big secret
1: I there's I, I have no evidence what it's about but in my head there's nothing else it could be about yeah oh 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 turn up a little bit Those little uh, uh, ahs, my notes say, This is what I want to hear when I die. Mm. There's just like, it's so pretty. Well, we played
0: my clip from this song. (laughs) Because we played like the
1: whole song. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The bridge (laughs) section, which coincidentally is, I guess, the bridge. Yeah. It's a sparse, uh, really, all you've got in this song is vocals and piano, vibraphone, drums, bass, and chamberlain. all there is
1: so good like this song is very much like oh she she just like wrote a poem and put it to music like there are some lyrics that work like that some lyrics are just song lyrics like they're not a poem but this one is clearly a poem yes i don't i don't know i didn't i I for sure when i listened to this album didn't get the horny undertones (laughs) (laughs) this song has it's not even it's not even so much horny it's just very very sexy
0: romantic yeah
4: but like sexy
0: or yeah i don't know if romantic (laughs) is the right word but like sensual yes yeah
1: it's too much yeah it's a little uncomfy yeah but i Uh, love it Maybe, nice maybe for
0: this reason, it was the one of the six singles that did not get a music video. Probably because what, what network would have X-ray been able did. to play it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was just a, a YouTube lyric video that had like the Lucinda font or whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too. It's still,
0: you'd still have to sign MC-17. into your YouTube account to,
2: to yeah. be able to view it. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I just, how do you, how do you, how do you have the, The capacity
0: to write a song like that at that age and not make it sound too cheesy or too on the nose.
1: Yeah, this is like a song of a woman of a woman who has been around and knows things, you know,
2: (laughs) I don't know. You
1: don't know. No, It is. (laughs) Trust me. I don't
0: I don't get it. (laughs) What are we talking about?
1: I can't tell you. (laughs) And we even...
0: I mean, sequencing-wise, that leads right into the next song, right?
1: Oh, that's the other thing about this album. I think it is in the perfect order. I would make no changes.
0: sequenced very well.
1: The first song is perfect. The last song is perfect. And everything Everything in between, perfect order.
0: Yes, sequenced very well.
1: (sighs) Like even just as a story, like if you think of the album as like a story and each song is a chapter, that was the stupidest thing I've ever said (laughs) in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself. But it is. Like a book? Yeah, like a book. (laughs) Like you go into Criminal where she's like flirting with the devil and then into Slow Like Honey where it's a temptress. Yeah, I got you. Straight from hell. Yeah. But like in a good way, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's sequenced extremely well. (laughs) are are we ready to move on
1: (laughs) yeah next is the first taste which again shocking this was a single not because it's not good it's just like in what world were, were these songs singles this was the fourth one
3: I do not struggle in your way because it was my aim to get caught. But daddy, long legs, I feel that I'm finally growing weary of waiting to be consumed by you.
1: Yeah, so this is a song written from the perspective of of Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. Wait, that's not right. (laughs) Charlotte was the spider. (laughs) She wasn't the bug. (laughs) Huh. What is it? What is... Does the little funky little beat when the chorus comes in? Mm -hmm. Oh, we have to go back to that. Does that have a name? Do you know what I'm talking about? When I'm, I did my little jig.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know if this is correct. Uh, I was thinking it was almost kind of Bossa Nova-y.
1: What like does a, that mean?
0: Like a sort of... Like a down-tempo Bossa Nova.
1: <laughs> What's a Bossa Nova? Is that some sort of star?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the constellation.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Bam, bam, bam.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just the uh, the rhythm to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like... I could I could see a lady dancing. To it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if bossa nova is correct. I don't. I'm not. I'm not good with my. I can't tell you my bossa novas from my sambas from my Mambas.
1: You know the mamba. Oh, the mamba. Mambo yeah. number, <laughs> number five. <laughs> I do want the people to know that a lot of our conversations about music are just me trying to point out a part of a song and saying is that called something <laughs> <laughs> or just like noticing that multiple songs do something and be like does that have a name yeah because I'm very stupid
0: yeah in my head I've been calling it a bossa nova but that's probably I'll incorrect. take it
1: can you go to the that that one part
0: <laughs> that we just left off from
1: the uh the second verse yes yeah, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. where my clip begins yeah yeah so. yeah yeah oh my god these lyrics oh yeah <laughs> They're out of control.
3: Empty, nearly, my love. Nearly,
1: my love. that might be the first real like harmony yes in, and in it hits album. hard oh yeah so that verse the way she sings the oh your love what
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah how did
1: also the lyrics Oh, your love, give me a heart contusion. Yeah. Adagio breezes fill my skin with sudden red. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. What (laughs) is a contusion? (laughs) What is adagio? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Is this... Cut this out if you have to. Is it like a Middle Eastern type of...
0: There's... Yeah, there's those kind of (laughs) elements. Whatever that sound is. I think it's coming from the... uh... The Chamberlain. Yeah. But that sort of stringed instrument mm-hmm. sound that's... It's either a very affected guitar or it's like a string sound coming from the Chamberlain. But yeah, it's sort of Middle Eastern sounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. And it comes in... It came in while we were playing the clip and it mm-hmm. comes in later in the song. But yeah, this is another one where the instrumentation, you've got like that sound, whatever it is. The guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guitar in the song. The marimba is pretty heavy. There's tech piano. There's... Probably said vibraphone already. I don't know. There's too many things going on.
1: In this part. There's just so many layers happening. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not overwhelming. It's not too much. It just, it just works. Yeah. This is also, oh my God, it's just so good. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it so much. Yeah. Um, This
0: is another one that, (laughs) like the sound. It could be a heavily affected guitar. I'm really not sure.
1: This is a, a song where the vocals are like, God, I'm an idiot. Are part of the instrumentation. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's another one where it just rides out Sometimes for the last minute and a half.
1: And I'm like, it's like I'm the only person that's ever had this thought, huh? <laughs> But it's, but well, you know, some songs it's just you have the music and you have the vocals, but this yeah. one, it's like, it's all together. Her voice yeah. here is part of the instrumentation, the layers, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah. yeah, she has her little... I'm
1: not, I'm not trained in music. Uh, yeah, there's not... <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs>
0: there's not any, again, there's not any solos to speak of, but it's like she has her little bit in that last, that whole outro where she does that wordless vocal that kind of takes the forefront and then that sort of does its thing. And then that weird guitar sound comes in and then you have the tack piano come in. It's like each thing, they each have their moments, but it it's also smooth the way mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. Again, one of my probably top three like instrumental tracks on the album yeah. for me.
1: It's just so enjoyable yeah. to listen to.
0: Uh You got the usual cast of characters. Uh-huh. Um, you have a So you have Fiona, John Bryan playing most of the instruments, Uh, Matt Chamberlain on the drums, Patrick Warren doing the Chamberlain, and you also have a Sarah Lee playing bass, who I just learned the other night, played bass in the League of Gentlemen, fronted by Robert Fripp in 1981. Mm. Interesting.
1: love to hear what she has to say about that. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, There was a music video for this song that I want to say, I might be wrong in saying this, but I think I read somewhere that it wasn't officially released Mm. at the time. Like, it's out there on the internet now but it's the one where she's at a party and mm-hmm. there's people just sort of dancing mm-hmm. around her. Uh a few Dewey. of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a few of them. Uh, this is the one that's a little less hungover than yeah. criminal. This is more like the during the party rather than the after party. Uh, it was directed by Dewey Nix, uh, who didn't have a whole lot of credits, but mm. he also directed the video for Incubus, Are You In? Mm. That makes Which sense. was another party video.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I'm not that familiar with Fiona Apple's videography. I should really just, we should just go through all of them one night.
0: I wasn't either. I did watch the five videos for this album. I didn't. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess, well, Sleep to Dream is the one where she's in a bedroom. And yeah, seems like she's suffering Uh insomnia and then she gets like zapped away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shadow Boxer is the black and white one where she's in the studio on a piano, like looking like kind of.
1: I don't know if I remember that. I'm sure I've seen them all at some point, but yeah. I just haven't watched them all very much.
0: Yeah, Criminal, of course. Uh, yeah. And then you yeah, this one at the party. The notable thing about this one is that it it had a lot of scenes of, um, I don't know what you'd say, non-traditional couples. There are a lot oh, of yeah, yeah, interracial yeah. couples, mm-hmm. a lot of LGBTQ couples, which at the time, 96, 97, was unheard oh, of. Yeah. That's <laughs> scandalous.
1: Back then, we only had three letters and... we only had (laughs) lgb we hadn't added the others yet yeah
2: yeah
0: it's a probably the most bizarre video out of the the five but i do appreciate it for that um any other thoughts i'm not
1: ready for the next song but yeah i my notes just say i d e k which means i don't even know yeah (laughs) because i don't I don't know what to say about it. I'm gonna cry, go ahead. I think, other than like background oohs and ahs, is this the song where she like hits the highest notes? I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah the uh, vocal range alone, hit. not even not even speaking <laughs> yeah. on the lyrics, but yeah. her vocal range alone.
1: Yeah, it gets even higher. I feel like. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't. This is.
0: I'm gonna say it. This is my favorite on the album.
1: Yeah. It. It. It's either one or two for me. Yeah. This one lyrically is is heavy, but instrumentally it's pretty, it's pretty light. It's got like those string sounds at the beginning and then it's really just piano.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, this is the song, from my understanding, this is the song that had an actual string section, mm-hmm. um, a string quartet, and the string arrangement was done by none other than Van Dyke Park's uh, Brian Wilson's one-time collaborator oh, in the Smile era. Interesting. Interesting. I guess he uh, I guess he had the time for this whimsy.
2: <laughs>
0: That's such a niche joke.
1: <laughs> Funny. <sighs>
0: yeah, the uh, the way the chord changes adapt to the vocal melody, which both of them like in turn adapt to the lyrics. That's like Peak peak songwriting.
1: I think she wrote this when she was like 16. Yeah. I, how? Yeah. I, hearing The, the it, rest of
0: us chumps go yeah. live our entire lives. I like,
1: distinctly remember hearing this when I was 16, having to look up what the word undulate meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'd never heard it before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her vocabulary, <laughs> it's not just that, that, she has such a wide vocabulary, but it's that it doesn't like beat you over the head with. Yeah, it. it's, it's not, not like, pretentious. oh, I said adagio. Yeah. I said daring oh. do, like <laughs> I'm smart.
1: We turn up this part. This is maybe This is maybe lyrically my favorite verse. Verse.
3: But as the
1: I could think about that line for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just the little bit of extra resentment
1: Mm -hmm.
4: in that line. Mm -hmm. And like the,
0: I didn't like sit and like figure out the actual like notes in that melody, but it almost sounds, it sounds like it's the same notes, but there's just like a little bit more of a minor key thing there just going beyond even her delivery of it. But it sounds like it's the same chord progression as the other times. Yeah. But it's just... I think it's just the way she delivers it. Yeah.
1: And just like the way the piano is just like very... Very (laughs) poundy in the background.
0: Yeah. The way the backing vocals come in at certain times. It's not the same time. Yeah. Each verse.
1: And it's not the same harmony either.
0: Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Extremely well done. It's tough to listen to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know she said that
0: this is the one like oh, yeah, the song yeah. from the album that she won't do live anymore.
1: Yeah, we were getting caught up on the uh, Fiona Apple answering your questions videos from recent years and one of the questions was which songs won't she play anymore for whatever reason and this mm-hmm. was one of them mm-hmm. and she started to say because it's sad and then she took it back and yeah. she just said that she didn't want to be there anymore <laughs> yeah. which I get. I listen to this song so much yeah (laughs) and i was like 16 17 yeah um and as established in the previous episode i was sad (laughs) (laughs) I was very sad i was listening to you know bayside with the (laughs) more direct lyrics and then also this wrapping my head around
0: this which is (laughs) like predetermining what what would probably happen is that correct? Like like there are points in the lyrics. What is, Let me. I don't know, I, let me pull them up. <laughs> <laughs> you'll say you understand, you'll never understand. I'll say I'll never wake up knowing how or why. It's like preemptive. <sighs> it's not you say, it's mm-hmm. you'll say, mm-hmm. I'll say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, I was hearing it as, I don't want to be that guy, but I was hearing it as like anticipating what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong in saying that? I don't think so. Yeah. Which is, I guess, an unusual way of, or less common way of writing about this kind of thing.
1: I need a college course on yeah. this song. <laughs> yeah, we're not, it,
0: <laughs> we're not creative writing uh, graduates. Yeah.
1: I I don't know. I say that, you know, I I listened to it a lot as a teenager and it really resonated with me. But I wasn't, I, 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 I mean, again. I think I've said this before about other songs on this album. I don't fully, I haven't fully been able to take them in yet, mm-hmm. even now as an old woman. Yeah. But yeah. definitely the 16 year old, like there were just like little bits I would latch on to.
0: Yeah. I guess that's what I meant as far yeah. as like it hits you. It can hit you the first time you hear it, but then mm-hmm. the 400th time you've heard it, then something else grabs you on that 400th time. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, I'm just now. <sighs> Hearing it this way is, you know, thirty something versus being a teenager. It's angst you can grow up with.
1: That's so sweet.
0: I don't like the word angst because it's no. reductive. Yeah. As a as a depressed man <laughs> who was once a depressed teenager, yeah. I never liked being told like, "Oh, you'll you'll grow out of it." <laughs> and now here I am. Like,
1: yeah. When you were a lady, it was just PMS. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Was... <laughs> Everything's puberty.
0: Mine was a phase.
1: Uh, yeah. Not, You'll it's get over not it when you grow up. It's not phase.
0: Look, I've grown up.
2: <laughs> it's not a phase.
0: Uh, but yeah, maybe my favorite on the album. Again, it changes. Seems to change every day. Yeah. There's definitely not a least favorite on the album.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they're all they're all strong.
1: So the I guess the chorus. Well, I don't know what the chorus is. The, again, this song is like clearly a, a poem. But yes, with every but as the scenery grows, every one of those just. But each line that she changes at the end, every yes. one of them is just like,
0: Poof. yeah,
1: I understand but I'm still too proud to mention to you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm not smart enough for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Too
1: sensitive. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can't, I can't handle it.
1: <laughs> okay. Now uh, there um, was a music
0: video for this song as well.
2: Again. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Directed yeah. <laughs> by,
0: by Mr. Stefan, who also did uh, sleep to dream. Yeah, that's the one where she's on the street and then floating, floating around. Mm. Again, very, very intense. This expressive. is a heavy one. Yeah.
1: I love it. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is The Child is Gone. And just like from the opening line, it's just like what a lyric.
3: Shade from the canvas and leave me in the white. Let me sing. I
1: would say i have no idea what this song is about but i love it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i I think maybe maybe in a decade i'll understand this one yeah (laughs) it's like i feel like i just understood what slow like honey is and i think (laughs) we're not ready for the child is gone yeah i think maybe when i'm in my 40s i'll understand this one
0: (laughs) same yeah i was trying to do my best to to piece it together and Again, the pedal steel guitar mm-hmm. makes a comeback and, again, utilized extremely mm-hmm. well. I think there are only two songs on the album that that use the pedal steel, this and uh, Selling Girl. So it's very sparsely used, but it's effectively done. And again, the chord changes, the way the chord changes match the melody. And again, the way the chord changes and the melody match the lyrics. Yeah. I don't know, like what, like how it I'm would feel to be. <laughs> I'm
1: just vibing to the song. How it would feel
0: to be a teenager and be able to to write that.
2: Yeah.
0: The pap that I was writing when I was a
2: teenager
0: <laughs> into my thirties does not match any any one song from this album.
1: Oh, here is this the one.
0: Yeah, something that I was going to mention during Criminal specifically, but it really applies to any of these. I think there are a lot of... I mean, there's repeated choruses in every song, but there's a lot of double choruses. Mm-hmm. In just about every chorus in every song, she doesn't sing it the exact same way yeah. twice. There's a slightly different inflection or even just a change in vibrato mm-hmm. or a different run. But each one is is placed where it needs to be. Like It builds up where it needs to... It doesn't run where it needs to without, you know. There's never a point where it's oh she's getting too showy with her voice. Yeah, yeah. Even, even, though even clearly she has that capability. Oh yeah.
1: Even like th- a Fiona Apple run is not. I'm not. I'm not putting anyone down here. Yeah. Compared to like a Christina Aguilera run, yeah. they're very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it kind of has the same kind of kind of oomph to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's definitely a lot of capability. There.
1: Oh. And I just like that little Yeah, the, the
0: steel. Yeah. Also, uh her piano playing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Other than apparently criminal, like that all the piano has has been uh has been Fiona and it's I mean it's very like tasteful. Like you mentioned, I think it was in Never Is a Promise, that last chorus, I guess you would call it, where you can kind of hear her like pounding the chords out. But it's there are the parts where she like backs up and like her sense of dynamics is is excellent. Yeah. yeah you I mean,
1: forget how good of a piano player she is. Yeah. She's like classically trained or whatever. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I think it's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're good critics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about this song um, just because I'm too stupid to understand it. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, one day (laughs) are we moving on? (laughs) Yeah, this next one, Pale September, it might be, it's probably well, it might be like my third favorite on the album. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, give give me a little bit. What a sweet little song. This yeah. is another very soft song. It's it's very sweet. It's almost like a lullaby, which is, I mean, the one the lyrics is, I'm singing him to sleep, but yeah. I, it just makes my heart warm. Yeah. It's just so nice. It's
0: basically like vocal jazz. Yeah. Of the 90s.
1: Well, in the opening chords, it sounds kind of like... Menacing. Yeah, not i was gonna say off-putting but yeah not not really what i mean but foreboding yes there you go but then it just kind of eases into like something very very not but there it comes again there's yeah there's something here it comes what is it what is it yeah is it a warning (laughs)
0: like her her use of chords and chord changes it's very unconventional and it's so well done
1: It's just so nice. Will you go to um, my timestamp of 3.53? It's just the chorus, but I think this is the one that has the harmonies in it. Again, very m- excellent use of harmonies. There's not a lot on this album, which I didn't realize until we just started listening. I didn't either. Yeah.
0: The, ones, like, the ones that do happen always stuck out to me, yeah. but I didn't. like This <clears throat> song, uh, Never's a Promise in The First Taste, it always stuck out to me but it wasn't yeah until I was really listening I thought oh that's about it, <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: all the other parts have that foreboding mm-hmm. chord thingy but this one it's got a nice it's one lilting yeah
0: tech piano
2: there <gasps>
1: you know what? Mm. Her sister does that vocal. I think I just, I was like, Oh, that kind of sounds like her sister from some other songs. And I looked it up. Yep, I was confused because it's credited as Amber. And I think she goes by mod. So (laughs) Amber, you're my sister.
4: Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I always like it when she, she hops in. Oh my God. What a sweet, you know, again, something I didn't really put together. Maybe, Again, this is probably just like music theory one oh one for third graders, but we've got that <laughs> that foreboding like intro and that is it a chord? what is it it's, <laughs>
0: it's a melody, but it's also i mean there is there is a chord progression that's kind of implied, I guess yeah,
1: so we got that it's like a you know it's like ooh get yeah. got get your wits up about you, yeah. and then the lyric is all my armor falling down in a pile at my feet and my winter giving way to warm as I'm singing him to sleep. Yeah. So, and then it like,
0: it, and then the chord progression it, settles and yeah. yeah, but it's
2: never,
1: <sighs> she's so
0: smart, but it's never like a hundred percent calm. Yeah. Like there's, there's still unease about it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and also again, going back to the, it's placement on the album. It's perfectly placed. Oh Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It goes right into the next one very excellently. Yeah. And as far (laughs) as
0: like following all the other songs, you think, oh, this is going to be another, you know, dark song, like dark, sad song. And then once it settles in, it's, oh, it's something. It's its its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. It occupies its own space. Another, I mean, it's really sparse. It's kind of the same instrumentation that we've seen. It's just bass, like light drums, the chamberlain the piano the tech piano the vibes a lot of the usual things that that make up the songs on this album Mm -mm -mm. yeah it's perfectly placed on the album the uh sort of wind type sound effects it's very atmospheric
1: yeah yeah can we listen to the harmonies again they're just so nice what
0: was the time on it
1: uh 353. atmospheric uh, it's just like that last bit coming off of the harmonies which it's just her yeah it's just so
3: vulnerable yeah like repeating uh, the same lines but,
0: yeah. but the instrumentation just kind of it steps back just slightly and then she repeats it and then and it then- plays out
1: there's that one part that's got a little strain on her voice oh mm-hmm. yeah. god yeah if if this album doesn't make you feel anything then i no hope. get out of here <laughs>
0: get out of here if she, if this were the only album she ever released but the thing she is would still be canonized as
1: i i think she just got better as yeah. time went on which is crazy like yeah. i don't have a least favorite fiona apple record but i do think they get better yeah each time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. They're very different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not yeah, the, hard le- to, <laughs> the you, least best. <laughs> it's hard
0: to compare this to like Idler Wheel. Oh, yeah. Because it's two very different experiences.
1: I love comparing, um, I love going from this to Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah. Because she sounds like, su- like we're listening to it and we're commenting on like the wisdom that she has. and yeah. <laughs> You know, even now being. Uh, much older than she was when she wrote it, feeling not mature or smart enough to understand it. Mm-hmm. But you listen to her on this, and then you go to Fetch the Bolt covers and yeah. she sounds like a baby here. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts. It's, yeah.
0: I guess before we yeah. go to the last... Yeah. <laughs> I guess before we go to the last song, something, a thought I was having... Yeah. <laughs> while I was getting getting ready yesterday was when i was i was thinking about this album and the whole story about her giving giving a copy of her demo tape out and and sort of her career trajectory since then and how she'll have these gaps between mm-hmm. albums and i i didn't have a clip prepared but she's at some point in time she was basically talking about how like her songwriting process i think it's that uncomfortable interview she does with quentin tarantino
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) uh but he's asking about her songwriting process and she's basically i'm paraphrasing but she's basically saying that in her mind if if you're writing a song like by the time you're finished writing the song you should feel nothing you should feel (laughs) drained which not to like put myself on a pedestal but it's like yeah like yeah i think you're right like i felt that yeah. The the best thing I've ever written is like one one thousandth of what Fiona, like the Fiona Apple's worst possible song, if there is such a thing. But it's still like, I agree with her sentiment about like, you're probably doing it right. If like you finish a song and at the end, you feel like drained, you feel like you can't write anymore. <laughs> yeah. And she was basically talking about like, maybe, you know, whenever I finish writing a song, it'll be, maybe I'll never write another song. It's, and I think the point she was getting at was not being like beholden to like writing a song mm-hmm. because she has to, or like being contracted to write an album. Like she'll have these gaps and like write when she naturally feels that it's time to write something that she's kind of reached that point. And I guess the point I was getting at with talking about this was that like I was, I started like daydreaming about in an alternate reality where like a teenage fiona apple like made those demo tapes and then gave them all out and nothing happened or she never gave any away yeah she just kept them all to herself and there's some alternate universe where there's a fiona apple that's like a software programmer (laughs) a librarian or a librarian (laughs) or a lawyer or something and it's like pretty easy to imagine her like having that sort of career but then like on her off time still Mm -hmm. recording like like a homemade version of extraordinary machine <laughs> just because that's like her nature yeah rather than someone who does it because it's their career and because they have this mm-hmm. like obligation to fulfill their record contract like it really seems that like if i were to name people who are successful in music and that is what they do but they they would probably still be doing the same thing even if they were a librarian or a lawyer and I feel like Fiona Apple is one of those people. Mm-hmm. Like, even if she were just an anonymous person who never pursued a career in music, there, you know, she there's a alternate reality where she's probably still to "Fetch the Bolt cutters yeah. just in her home. Yeah. Anyway, I was daydreaming about that, but
1: <laughs> I don't want to live in that world. No, no. I'm glad we get this one.
0: Yeah, and then I started wondering how many other. I mean, there's oh, only one Fiona Apple, yeah. but like other people out there yeah. who who do just that. Where, it's, yeah, yeah. But it, it seems like she's the type of person who. Like, it's kind of the artist thing to say, I don't care if, you know, my music is successful. I feel like Fiona Apple is probably one of those mm-hmm. people where it's genuine.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you could say, oh, well, you know, she became successful from it. And it's like, sure. But also, I really feel like she...
1: She doesn't care. Does not care. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. Just like us doing this podcast.
0: We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, there was my <laughs> tangent, that was my good. weird tangent thought that I came up with yesterday <sighs> that went nowhere, but something I was thinking about. Yeah. Last song?
1: Yeah, this is tied with Never Is A Promise, probably, but most yeah. days this is my favorite Same. song on the album. Carry On. Just like a perfect, is it Carry On? Carry, uh, to be like honest says, with you? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it.
0: It sounds like she says Carry, carry On, in. but I don't know if she's doing a play on words.
1: Yeah. In the song, it kind of seems like... Carrion. Carrion. Yeah. Again, a word I had to Google at some point after hearing this. I'm like, what does that mean? It means
0: the decaying flesh of dead animals. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, I didn't know if it was a play on words or or what. Just
1: I'm sure it is. But yeah, yeah, I've never... I don't think I've ever heard that word before or after this song. (laughs) No, yeah. Hell yeah, let's get into the flesh. (laughs)
3: do no good to hold no seance What's gone is gone and you can't bring it back around Won't do no good to hold no searchlight You can't illuminate what time is anchored down Honey,
1: This song, I feel like I have to whisper because through the majority of this song, she is so quiet. She's right up against the mic. She's 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 so gentle.
3: Talking
0: about
1: seances and divination.
0: It sounds like the guitar, like he's barely grazing the strings. Yeah.
1: Like we're we're like in the second chorus and she's just like barely singing even here into the chorus still very quiet we got the, the what is the what are, what are all these sounds coming in Yeah, cause even like the sounds like double but she is still very yeah. quiet and just letting them take her
0: Yeah, like she that picks all
1: up, is like a whisper
0: yeah and she picks up over time yeah, I wanted to talk about the instruments Yeah, because... I've I got
1: a timestamp on this one. Don't you worry. Okay.
0: I didn't realize... It didn't occur to me until I was looking at the uh, instrumental credits. There's no piano on the song.
1: Oh, interesting. See, you don't even think about it. Yeah. Because it just all flows so nicely.
0: Yeah, like the way it's arranged. The uh, There's a vibraphone. There's a chamberlain. There's two chamberlains. And there's a vibraphone, guitar, and bass. And the way it's all put together when that chorus hits I always just assumed oh yeah there's a piano that comes Mm -hmm. in like clearly in the verse it's just that really like guitar and drums but yeah I always just assumed that there's a piano that hits but no it's it's apparently just all of those uh, keyboard strings Mm -hmm. that come in which is very interesting
1: even here how many minutes are we in? almost three okay so right around three minutes is my mind she just starts getting a little louder because up until this point she's very quiet and we get this it's building get ready even here I'm still very quiet most clipping uh, okay, it was so quiet before and she's just going off it's guitar god damn and then it's just it's just an instrumental outro from here.
2: Yeah.
0: The closest <laughs> thing to a... Shredding. The, yeah, to a conventional solo. <laughs> he is
1: shredding. Honestly. Slash this, wishes. I don't this, know why I had to do slash. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> this applies maybe even more to her second album, but a lot of the weird layers and unconventional guitar reminds me of... I mean, this predates this album, but it reminds me of uh, Chris Cornell, Euphoria Morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was going to p- say
1: this guitar sounds like a uh, very, uh, what, like, uh, which song is it? I hear it in my head.
0: Steel Rain? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, any song, I guess, but yeah, uh, Steel Rain, especially, and Win the Pawn, even more so.
1: Yeah. The, oh, man. And
0: then uh, the <laughs> instrumental outro, which I did want to point out at the very end here. It ends mm. on a harp. Mm. A
1: harp. My God, this song—the build-up, the, build up, the uh, of course the lyrics, the yeah. references to witchcraft, yeah, and and dead yeah. <laughs> flesh.
0: Yeah, and none of it's overt.
1: No. <sighs>
0: or uh, too much, or mm-hmm. too campy.
1: Yeah, it's got that like jazzy like opening where you're just like what a groove and then at the end of it you're just you you blast it into space
0: and it's different than any other song on the album but it doesn't it almost like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's out of place it Mm -hmm. almost feels like it's setting you up for what could she do after this yeah which a
1: perfect end of track song just one of the best
0: yeah yeah, I'm with you where, depending on the date, it could be my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's usually between this one and Never Is A Promise. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Any at any point, any of the songs have been favorites. Yeah. For me. There's oh, yeah. not a weak link. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you a quick
3: okay. <laughs> trivia
0: question. Oh. Um, all of these songs have been played live. Which song would you guess has been played live least over the years?
1: Is it Never Is A Promise? No. Oh, is it this one? Nope. Is it... <laughs> I don't know which one is that. Pale September. Oh, interesting.
0: And that that could be inaccurate because I was looking on Setlist.fm, but of oh, course, yeah. not every single show is documented. Yeah, there were enough shows that it seemed like it was a it was a safe bet. Interesting. But yet, uh, according to Setlist.fm, Pale September was the least played.
1: I'm I mean, this song. Just like she does it in a lot of songs, just like the repetition of yeah. the chorus, yeah. and but it doesn't it it doesn't feel lazy like in sometimes in a song someone just repeats the chorus and it's like you could just to add, a, add 30 seconds to it yeah yeah. like there's plenty of songs even I'm sure songs I like where they just repeat the chorus or even do like a fade out in the chorus or something it's like yeah. you don't you could just you could have wrapped it up by either, now
0: yeah either to like extend the song or to <laughs> yeah. get the crowd participation part yeah or, yeah but drill it into people's heads
1: not once on this album has it happened where I'm like okay wrap it up it's just like no. I want to hear every second of it
0: yeah yeah like criminal there's a mm-hmm. double chorus at the end, but she sings it almost totally differently yeah. the second time. So it feels like the song is, is still building even when she's singing the chorus for the fourth time. Never is a promise the way the, uh, her inflection and her delivery of it and the way the, the timing of the harmonies coming in makes it feel different every time. Pale September having that harmony, her sister's harmony vocal mm-hmm. when it does the double chorus. And then that cuts out, and then it's just her singing solo the last time. And then, yeah, this last song where she just repeats it four times or whatever it is at the end. and it
1: works. Um, I was Googling how to pronounce the name of this song, and unfortunately it was met with a photo of a A bird eating something. Um, But it's carry-on, rhymes with clarion, clarion. Don't use another word I don't know. Barbarian. Clarion. Okay. Carrion. It says care and then three big E's on, but then it says it rhymes with barbarian. So it'd be carrion.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Asperion. That's a Pokemon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I always assumed it was like some play on words. Carry on. Sure it
1: is. Carrion. I'm just pulling that out of nowhere. I'm sure
0: someone... Someone will listen to this and think like, God, this guy's such an idiot.
1: How to I'm sorry. pronounce. Oh, I didn't spell that right. Carry on. It's not that I didn't spell it right. It's that my fingers didn't choose the right letters. Oh, okay. Pronunciation Academy on YouTube. Let's freaking go. All right. Here we go. Ready?
3: Carrion. Carrion. Well, there you go. Carrion.
1: Do you think they record every time they say it or they just loop it? I like to think that they're saying it over and over. Carrion. Carrion.
0: As in carrying the cross.
1: God. Isn't that a wrestler? Carrion cross. I don't mm. know. That'll be it. That'll be an Easter egg for, for one, our one listener. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just. It's also like the repeating of the chorus, but what. The lyrics are, all I want is to save you, honey, or the strength to walk away. I, I just can't get over it. It's so, it starts so quiet. She's so quiet through 90% of it. And then by the end of it, she's sh- she has summoned the devil.
4: Yeah.
0: But the instrumentation, like when that first, if you're really cranking it mm-hmm. and you're not expecting it, when that first chorus hits, the timing shift is so strange. <laughs> That it feels like, it's like how Anvil is falling down on you, even though, yeah, she's still whispering through the chorus. Uh-huh. And it's really not that heavy. It's just that the verses are so soft. Mm-hmm. You have to turn them up. Yeah. And then when, she it, gets when it crashes and that rhythmic change hits.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, and then that guitar shreds. Yeah. <sighs> dream theater, who? You know, Dragon Force, who? I think that's what I meant to say. I don't know oh, a yeah. single Dream Theater song. Uh, Not for
0: lack of trying on my part.
1: I don't like Christian music, okay? (laughs) Well, we did it. We got through title.
4: Yeah. So (sighs) in short, we think it sucks.
1: I only kind of cried. I didn't get like a full tear out, but there was some wetness. Wink, 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 (laughs) right? Oh, God. Wow. Well, listen.
0: I I don't understand.
1: Um I love this album. It was very uh important to me when I first heard it. It's important to me now. There's I mean I listened to a lot of s- just stupid music when I was younger and I don't mean that insultingly. Like Goldfinger is kind of s- stupid, you know. I mean they have they have some they have some songs with a point to them, but for the most part there's Stupid songs, but I'm I'm glad, I'm glad I what found. About FTN? I mean, yeah, that that's, that song rules. Um, but I I don't know. I think you kind of touched on this uh, on a previous episode, talking about when the pawn. But it this is going to sound so stupid. I hate myself. <laughs> I tr- I truly feel like. My life could have gone a different way if I hadn't heard this album and in particular Fiona Apple. Yeah. You know, I'm a better person for it. The world, how lucky are we to have Fiona Apple? Not to be, uh, she's just so weird and cool. And I love her.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. I, as a speaking as a, as the man I am. I'm very glad that I was brought into the world of her music. Yeah, because definitely, definitely uh, made me a better person. It feels like it's, it's I don't like know. the the sort of unspoken ways, and that it developed my empathy almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't it's, know. It's <laughs> not even something I can I can articulate. Yeah. But it's like like there are things that. I mean, this is the cliche, but like the sort of things that you that you didn't realize that someone else also thought mm-hmm. until they put it into words. Mm-hmm. I know that's like, you know, she understands me, like that <laughs> kind of thing. But it's basically that, like there are a number of people that have done that, but she's at the top of the list. Yeah. But then also like my understanding of other people and my, the way I react to other people, yeah. I think has been influenced by her.
1: <sighs> I... I can't... I'm really excited now to talk about her other albums and we will. Probably not like sequentially. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about them in order but that won't be the order of the episodes we record. I don't know why I felt like I had to explain what I meant by that but um, I don't... I don't... I don't know. There's just... this This being the first album she put out, she put it out so young. There's so much depth to it. Again, the being like so vulnerable and like so tough. And even in her later albums, it's like she captures anger really well Mm -hmm. in a way that isn't like shitty, Mm -hmm. but like you feel like you've grown from it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you can listen to an angry song by Fiona Apple and it doesn't read as angry right away, but it is. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And then at the end of it, like you feel better. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Fiona Apple, what are you doing? Oh, did I cut out? <laughs>
0: Not that I can tell.
1: I'm, the world is trying to cancel me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, thank you, thank you for for sticking along. If you've never listened to Title, I, dear God, I hope this isn't the first time <laughs> you're hearing Title through us trying to blabber on about it. <laughs> Listen to it, and then again, and then read the lyrics, and then, um. Cry, I think that's the best, that's about best it. way to go, yeah, um do you have do you have anything else to say about it?
0: I probably will as soon as we stop recording, yeah, but yeah, I'm with you, I think it's
1: <sighs> what else is there to say?
0: I mean yeah it's I think it's extremely well produced, even just just even going beyond the lyrics or the songwriting, it just sonically sounds good,, mm-hmm. just like the the way they were able to arrange all these strange sounds and sort of it's fairly unconventional instrumentation, but it never sounds, it never sounds muddy. Yeah. It never sounds like too much. Mm -hmm. They, they really build everything up perfectly and never, it's never anything that drowns out her voice.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: Mm.
0: But yeah, on top of that, like her, I feel like her actual piano playing, like her ability on the piano is underrated, um her vocal ability i mean yeah it's it's not spoken about enough, mm-hmm. in addition to yeah the way she puts all of it together mm-hmm. the the actual arrangement, like the structure of the songs, the chord the way the chords and the melodies and the lyrics all meld together it's I don't yeah, get being, it <laughs> being like high school age at the time yeah like, i don't know, I don't know the cost of having to <laughs> have that ability at a young age, but
2: What a treat. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you have a song of the week? I do. I forgot, but I thought of one. Okay. So, you
0: want me to do mine? Yeah. What's yours? So, there is a, this is another YouTube rabbit hole discovery. This is a uh, blues EP that was released in 1941. Sure. By a blues um, guitarist and singer named Josh White, which is a very non 1941 (laughs) name. Yeah, the uh, the EP is called Southern Exposure, an album of Jim Crow blues.
4: Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's like, it's like sort of traditional acoustic blues from that era, but it's very politically charged, which was that alone was, it hit me different than sort of the regular uh, blues themes you would expect to hear mm-hmm. in that era. Yeah, this is the song Southern Exposure. Okay, who's it by? Josh White.
1: That's what I thought you said, but it, yeah, again, it sounded wrong <laughs> based on everything else you said. Yeah. <laughs>
4: shoot lord when my payday come i ain't treated no better than a mountain goat i ain't treated no better than a mountain
0: goat yeah you get the idea yeah this one is more it's the opening song on the ep but it's uh more traditional 12 bar blues mm-hmm. but there are a couple of songs that go more into you kind know, of uh, folk tradition songwriting but it was kind of surprised me that it was it was a little mold breaking as far as blues of the era <clears throat> yeah also great guitar playing like, admittedly when i listen to like old blues music it's more of like a uh, reverence
2: mm-hmm
0: like I'm not a scholar of blues <laughs> but I found that going down the YouTube rabbit hole and I thought oh I really like this one I like his voice I like his guitar playing it's interesting to hear someone writing about living living through that era like as it was happening when there were still decades to go and it's it was interesting to hear an account of all songs about that era of of the American failure <laughs> Yeah, Southern Exposure, an album of Jim Crow Blues, Josh White. It's six songs. It's 17 minutes.
1: Isn't Southern Exposure a Pantera album? What's it called?
0: The Great Southern Trend Kill.
1: (laughs) Okay, never mind. Sorry. I regret bringing that up. Bleep that out. (laughs) Bleep it.
0: (laughs) That has the best Pantera song on it.
2: I'm
1: so sorry. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Josh White. You always have things i've never heard and probably never would have heard without you bringing them to me so (laughs) um i forgot to think of a song i was too worried about having enough to say about title um so i just picked one just now okay Uh, it's the it's fiona apple's cover of the whole of the moon if you could pull up the youtube video of her singing it live in the studio This was a Waterboys song from 1985. Fiona Apple covered it for the show. Yeah, it's that one. The Affair. Never seen it. Uh, I think it was 2021. But you'll be happy to hear that Matt Chamberlain is on drums and Patrick Warren is on the Chamberlain. There we go. It'd be funny if it was Matt Chamberlain on drums and drum matt on chamberlain i don't know, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> i feel
0: like we just broke the space-time continuum uh, with that one
1: it's just like learn to play the chamberlain matt chamberlain yeah anyway uh it also features phoebe bridgers on backup vocals i yes. don't know that you'll hear it here because it is a video of her singing it i think truly live in the studio um this was like her her first take which is nuts I think I've cried to this song. You'll you'll see why.
4: The whole of the moon.
1: I don't think a streaming version of the song exists. I don't think it's been released anywhere. Yeah. I think you can only find it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you could hear the Phoebe Bridgers vocals in that, by yeah. the way. But um, yeah, in this video, uh, she does a little dance at the end. It's very nice, Um, which is so funny because watching her during it, you're just like, wow, she's having an exorcism. But yeah. I, I I thought that would just be a great example of comparing her her young vocals to her more current vocals and yeah. how they're similar but different. Yeah. Also, I just love that's. It's a great song, but that's the only one that really like hits me. Like the original is fine. Mm-hmm. Mandy Moore did a cover of it, which is also fine. Was it on coverage? Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. She has a cover of it. Um, I say it's, it's fine. I don't mean to be disparaging about it. It's yeah. good, yeah. but I didn't, this is the only one that made me act, like feel feel something. I got you. <laughs> Which it's a great song. Like it, it was a, a great written song. Yeah. But Fiona Apple doing it. I mean, she could do anything. Have you heard Frosty the Snowman?
0: Mm. Trump's nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That. Um, there's also this. Uh, I think it was something for VH1 when she did that Elvis Costello song. I want you. Yeah. That. That changed me i think yeah because <laughs> if you got you, you got to find uh i recommend finding the video of her performing that because it was the first time where i'm like i'm scared of her but like in a good way yeah you know anyway
0: yeah you also introduced me to that yeah that recording
1: oh yeah <laughs> it's like you barely notice that elvis costello was there yeah. <laughs> he's like playing it with her but you don't care it's good. Anyway, that's my pick. I think it's a good one. Thank you. It's just another Fiona Apple song that wasn't that isn't on a, an album. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Any any last thoughts on title before we?
1: I like it. Yeah. I will say when we got we got the vinyl, we got the vinyl, we please pressing of it, but it's one that you have to play on. 45 yeah and I did not know that to begin with and if you've never heard the opening of sleep to dream slowed way down
0: oh it slowed down yeah yeah <laughs> it's
1: pretty cool honestly because <laughs> yeah. it started and I was like this isn't right and then it took me a minute to until she was singing but yeah. it sounds pretty cool <laughs> slowed down
4: <laughs> um
1: I think that might be the first like 12 inch yeah that I've, I've that I experienced needing to play on forty five speed, I think.
0: We have that copy of rumors.
1: Maybe that was the first one. I just remember like Googling, is this right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. <sighs> yeah. There's a chance that I never like handled rumors myself and like you just did mm-hmm. it probably. Yeah. But yeah. There's a whole explanation on why they did it, but... Yeah. Um, and it sounds very... It I sounds mean, great.
0: The copy of Rumors we have and the <laughs> copy of Tidal, I mean, yeah. could possibly be the two best-sounding albums we have. Yeah, they're on to But something. they're also two very well-produced albums. So. Yeah,
1: good stuff. Yeah. Okay, we did it. Well.
0: That's it for Tidal, right?
1: Yep. That was our first album, Deep Dive. Yeah. Great. Well... This feels different now that an episode has been released before every exit was just like, no
4: one
1: will ever hear this, but I guess you will. Well...